I don't know what was worse, the Steelers' offense or the fact that the Titans and Jets went into overtime, causing me to miss the entire first quarter. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yeah, Big Ben is bad. A grassy. And today we're going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers knocking off the Pittsburgh Steelers 27 to 17. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Kevin Keen. And on the YouTube member side, we have Lightning XZ and Friends Podcast and A Mac. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the Packers heading into this game uh, had some notable injuries. Elton Jenkins for the second week in a row was not active. In addition, you had Z who wasn't going to come back with this game anyway, but he had back surgery. So he is out indefinitely. MVS is out. So that was a major wide receiver who was missing. Kevin King missed the game again. And so going into this, you're like, okay, this could be problematic. While the Steelers, TJ Watt was obviously not at 100%. And on top of that, you had guys like Chase Claypool who was missing. So going into this, I was like, all right, well, let's see how injuries play a factor here. Elton Jenkins, being out obviously was the biggest one because you were going up against a good pass rush with the likes of TJ Watt, similar to how they did against Nick Bosa. But the Packers O-line, pretty darn good. Rodgers, for the most part, had pretty clean pockets. He was sacked three times, but all things considered, not too bad. Aaron Rodgers, 20 for 36, 248 yards, two touchdowns, had a rushing TD as well, also through his 420th TD, which ties him with Dan Marino. He is one away from tying with Phillip Rivers. He is currently tied at sixth for all-time passing touchdowns, so a big congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. On the ground, he had A.J. Dillon, 15 carries for 81 yards. Love seeing him get a ton of opportunities. Jones, a little quiet, 15 for 48, but also caught three balls for 51 uh, yards. On top of that, also had a costly fumble. Randall Cobb. Everyone was saying, where's Randall Cobb? Well, here he is. Five catches, 69 yards. Nice. And two touchdowns. Devontae Adams, six for 64. And I also want to shout out Al Lazard, who I shouted out last week for blocking. But Amari Rogers also with some key blocks today. Looked really nice. On the defense, Devontae Campbell continued to impress. Five solo tackles, a pass defended, and a QB hit. They had two sacks on the day against Big Ben. Eric Stokes, who got picked on all the time, had two passes defended and an interception. And Rashawn Gary, four solo tackles, a sack, a tackle for a loss, and two QB hits. One of the sacks that he had on Ben Roethlisberger just would not be stopped, literally going over the offensive lineman to drag down Ben Roethlisberger. So you want to see that out of Rashawn Gary, especially because Preston Smith did get hurt, but he wound up coming back in the game. And Zadarius Smith being out indefinitely, you want to see Rashawn Gary, a former 12th overall pick, really step up in this position. And he showed once again why he was picked in the top 15. Unfortunately, Preston Smith's injury wasn't the only injury that you had today. Jair Alexander, after an amazing open field tackle of Najee Harris, was injured. Right now, what they're saying is that it is an AC joint injury in his shoulder. Matt LaFleur had no update, and so we have no idea what the severity of that could be. So hopefully, 
Thankfully, that is nothing major because that would be a tremendous loss for this defense and one, honestly, that we can't really afford to lose right now. So yeah, let's hope Jair Alexander is going to be okay. But as I mentioned, the Packers defense played pretty well here. They shut out the Steelers for an entire quarter and really held them in the first half. I know there was an offsides call right before the half that negated a touchdown for the Steelers as they blocked a field goal and returned it for a TD. And here's what I'm going to say about that. There was no down the line footage of it. They just had the overview and what it looked like. It just looked like the Steelers jumped the ball really well. So I mean, the officials called an offside. I don't know if they got it right. It looked ticky-tacky from the view that we were able to see. And you had some ticky-tacky garbage that was called all day. It feels like that's just an everyday thing in the NFL at this point. So you don't want to see the refs involved with the game. So that kind of sucked the air out of it a little bit and definitely shifted momentum for the Packers. And if that actually wasn't offsides, well, then that's a shame because that's not what the game should come down to. And on that note, too, if you go back and you look at the 49ers game and the game-winning field goal, that was inches away from being blocked. And today, one was blocked, whether it was offsides or not. And this is kind of a concern, and they definitely need to clean up their special teams blocking because that is something that is kind of standing out how close those balls are to being blocked. And so, yeah, please fix that. And speaking of special teams, let's talk about the punter real quick, Corey Bajorquez. Uh, Damn good game again. And I know that with fans looking at J.K. Scott and what we had there and the lack of consistency, Corey Bohorquez has come in, and even though he stole Kurt Ben Kurt's number, he has looked pretty damn good. He was averaging 46 yards per kick, and this is just something I wanted to shout out because it's something that you like to see. And while the Packers defense was playing well, you also have to look at the Steelers' offense, which honestly just wasn't good. Ben Roethlisberger, 26 for 40. I don't know why he's still throwing 40 times. 232 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Harris had a decent game, 15 for 62, one touchdown, six catches for 29 yards, but it was just a lack of offensive line here. And Ben Roethlisberger in the first quarter had an amazing touchdown pass on Jair Alexander, and you're like, oh, like here he is. And then he looked like crap for the rest of the game. Deontay Johnson, nine for 92 and a touchdown. But you just kind of have to look at their offense and go, what the hell is going on there? Big Ben obviously doesn't have the mobility there. The arm is lacking for the best kind of description you could possibly say. And as Tree and I were sitting here, Tree was explaining like they need to get this offense away from Ben Roethlisberger, who's throwing for 40 freaking fracking times. And at that point, like you're not going to win football games. So the Steelers go to one and three and are sitting at the bottom of the AFC North with teams like the Bengals and the Ravens and the Browns sitting atop. And this is just not what you want to see as a Steelers fan. So next week, the Packers have another date with an AFC North team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Kitty goes meow. And they are definitely no slouches. You can't sleep on them. So I imagine that game might be closer than some will anticipate. But right now, the Green Bay Packers are chugging along. They haven't lost a game since week one against the Saints. They're sitting at three and one atop their division. And they're looking pretty darn good. All of this with major injuries across their offensive line and also to their pass rush. And hopefully it's not a significant injury to their secondary with Jair Alexander. Everyone's just going to have to kind of hold their breath and just see what awaits. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How did you feel about this game? How do you feel about the Packers' performance? Let me know. You can always tell me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!